Welcome to episode number 14 of the Wiretat Podcast with your host, Alex and Carlos. 14, man. 14. Episode 14. I think we celebrate at 25, don't we? Yeah, I mean, just a personal, you know, a small, like, achievement award for us, right? Yeah, man. What's Once going on, get Alex? I see, some, I see some wine to your right, man. It must be a good night, bro. Hey, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to take a little sip here and there, you just, know? Just a little celebration, it sounds <laughs> Nah, you know, I just got a little celebration going on of yourself today on episode 14, man. I just celebrating early. I know. Like, it's just, it's just, uh, it's the weekend. And el cuerpo lo sabe. Is that the way it works? Dude, we just, uh, it's intense work, intense work. The last couple, these last two weeks, actually, yeah, I've man. been staying up to like midnight just trying to get this one, one proposal out. And it's, it, it's been, it's been tough. Yeah. But, um, it'll be well worth it if we end up closing the deal. Hey, man, that's what it's all about. It's hard work. Those of you that are listening, keep that in mind. Listen to that. It's not easy. It's not something that goes and happens overnight. It's not like you see it on Instagram. It's not like you see it on TikTok. It takes hard work. It takes late nights. It takes sacrifice. Uh, You can't get to the top overnight, if if you ask me, man. Uh, That's that's certainly something we got to keep in mind. But, hey, man, speaking of the week, uh, not the weekend, but the week, bro, what is – you see what's going on in Minnesota with this uh, Derek Chauvin case and and uh, the whole George Floyd piece, man. Have you been keeping? Yeah, I mean it? it's it's it's. I have been keeping that in the background. You know, I haven't been able to focus. Like I said, I've it's been a, a very intense week for me, where a lot of hours been put in. But I have been paying attention just because it's a big case, you know. And and obviously, the outcome was Pivotal, bottom line. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, if you don't know, he was found guilty, right? Trent, and um, the outcome, if he wasn't found guilty, I think there would have been protests and things would have gone super crazy if the outcome was different because this case, I mean, not that I want to say it was a slam dunk, but... Well, it was a nice little layup. I mean, you have to admit, it was a nice little layup. No, no, no. And th- that's what I mean, dude. According think about the, it. And it's only because of the information that was shared, Alex. That's the only yeah. reason. Right. It's not like it was made up. Right. It's the information of, of the way they broke it down. I mean, uh, it's incredible, bro. Well, think about it like this. I watched the video, the the full length video way before all this, yeah. when it happened and it was yeah, being man. shared on social media and and they weren't limited the amount. And I watched the whole thing. And, you know, normally I always kind of side a little bit with the police because I've been put in the situations where I've been pulled over when I was younger many times. In, in, in sometimes I had a bunch of cops, you know, because we can talk about story times later about our youth when we were racing and before Fast and the Furious. And now that the movie's before coming out, it was even popular, man. Yeah, right? before. So when we were super excited when the movie came out, because that's what we were doing. Right. right? right. And I've had cops, four or five cops, you know, draw guns on me and they just acted cool. I did what I had to do and kept safe. So. Sometimes I do side with the police and be like, well, let's look at all this. Let's look at all the angles. But when I was watching this video, like it made me really like my to my to my stomach. It made me kind of sick because it, this guy really didn't show no restraint at that point. Not enough to hold them down for nine no, minutes like that. No, not at all. Man. So at all. to me, it was a slam dunk once all the evidence came out because he didn't he broke policy. Right. And that's what the the main case was around was like, dude. Once he was unresponsive, you didn't provide his CPR or first, yeah. alert, you know, first respond measures. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was, it was basically analyzing and reviewing within the things that you are allowed to do, right? If this happens, here's what you do. And that's where policy was broken, right? And that's yeah. why you've got those, what, sp- three specific charges, what, second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. I mean, guilty on all counts, man. Uh, the, yeah, it, dude. I mean, th- this guy, this guy is in a way well, they were I, saying he showed no remorse throughout the whole yeah. time. You know that? It, you know what? In a way, I kind of feel bad because because one in the in in once I, I feel bad because he didn't show no remorse Two because this, this guy's life was a change because he chose to make a mistake that cost him dearly. Now he's going to go to jail. Yeah. Right, he is a cop in jail. Oh. And not only that, not only that, dude. He, he's and he's a guy that the guy that basically murdered this uh, African American, uh, you know, person. So I feel I feel bad for the guy because one, you know, he's a cop. He's going to jail. Second, he's a and guy he's probably that probably going to be put in general population. I yeah, mean, and he's a guy who they, murdered an African American. Right to protect him. Yeah, everybody knows. So obviously he's going to side really quick with the side. You may be white supremacists that that are part of that prison culture. They're going to try to protect them. Right. But maybe he's a cop. So who knows? Right. If they accept them. So it's going to be very interested for him. Interesting for him, you know, down in when he's in penitentiary or when he's in general population, because I think they're going to. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what was really crazy to me, Alex? And and I know we can't talk too much about this because this is this is old news, right? Old news, mm-hmm. uh, meaning uh, the verdict is done. The verdict is in and and people are are, are are getting justice, right? Specifically the family. I'm not talking about everyone on the outside. I'm talking about the family is getting justice. But one of the things that I Yeah, I think the resolution is, for them. Yeah, it's yeah. Like justice was served today. Yeah, no, absolutely. What what throws me off, Alex, is the fact that he would not testify at his own murder trial. And yeah. he decided to invoke the Fifth Amendment, use that privilege, and not risk making any self-incriminating statements. Now, this is probably, you know, the lawyers probably said, look, you probably don't want to speak. Stay out of this because uh, what has probably happened is he has told his story to those lawyers, right? And the lawyers yeah, have found ways of poking holes into it. And they're thinking if he gets up on the stand and he goes by cop code, right? Because that's usually what is going on, right? That cop code. If he goes off of cop code, it's it's going to be a slam dunk in certain ways for the you know for the uh, opposing party. So I'm I'm telling you, man. I, I let me I add found this, Carlos. Interesting. Let me add this other thing. What I. What this case also does. Let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. One mm-hmm. one thing. No, Good. listen. <laughs> slurring your words, bro. You're slurring your words. No, let me say one thing though. What I like about this case. Your face is one... red, bro. Your face is red right now. Hey, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Let me be me. But <laughs> what I like is that basically it does put the police in check, and it makes them say like, "Dude, if you do something that is." completely out of the norm you you will get busted for it and you could potentially go to jail yeah man listen i i i i'm right there i'm i'm look this is a pivotal moment in our country man 
the way everyone is watching this trial, the way cops are now going to react. I don't know if you've noticed the past couple of days. I, I know you've been busy, man, but the past couple of days, bro, have you seen there's there's some more there have been more police killings and police brutality things happening. Uh, just various situations. I can think of two already that just really don't make any sense. And you would think you would think cop code would say, hey, let me let me let me step back. on. Let this, me settle right? down. What well, you know what happened here? Right. I mean, we also had what made this. And what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what closed this mm -hmm. case, bro, was another police officer testifying, saying, yeah, he took advantage of the situation and, and certainly did not comply and do what he was supposed to do. And, you know, and I think the Talk jury right was the jury was very mixed. Right. It was. It was. It was. So sure. so I believe that that actually played a role where justice could be served and not be protected because he's our law enforcement. And if, dude, it doesn't matter if you're a judge or whatever you are, if you break the law like that, break the law. we all should get punished here because you know what? They're not going to take it lean on us if we break the law like that. Oh, of course not, man. Of course not. Oh, anyways, and Carlos, that, that's the story. We will probably develop more. We'll see what happens because they're going to try to give them the max or maybe even ask above the max. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. In the next couple of weeks, I think is what, 10 weeks? They're giving it 10 weeks uh, to go all in on it. I believe that's the case. Uh, but yep. you know, speak, and this will lead us kind of, you know, when this kind of situation happens, even though uh, this police officer, this ex-Minneapolis uh, police officer is going to jail, Bro, at the end of the day, if he would have just lost his job that we've seen in other situations, right, where they just lose their job, this kind of leads to the next topic, man. Hypothetically speaking, Alex, uh, this is going to be interesting. This is this, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I have. But hypothetically speaking, if you were homeless, if you were in a situation where you just lost everything, Right. And you ended up homeless. Have you ever thought about have you so, ever been, let me you ask you a question like you would do if you were homeless? So am I homeless just recently or am I been homeless for like maybe let's just say I've been homeless for a year? You you just you just started. You just you just are in this situation and <laughs> this fellow, man. <laughs> No, no, bro, no. that that wine I can tell is hitting you right now, dog. No, no, it's that not. That body, it's not, listen, no. that body, that body mass index on you is kind of low right no, now. No, so, so hypothetically speaking, go ahead, rewind it. <laughs> that blood alcohol level is high right now. No, so hypothetically speaking, if you were homeless today, tomorrow, 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 seven six a.m., how would you plan your day out? Like, what would you do? Have you ever thought about? Okay. Hold like, on. If I, if it's next day, this is what I so, would. So next day, she. This is interesting question because if I was homeless tomorrow, yeah, maybe it'd be different because I'm in a situation where I'm at now, right? But or I have a different plan. But now let's just say if I was homeless for like a year, like you don't have any contacts. You don't. You're in a city. Yeah, where that's what I'm saying. Okay, let's just pretend just I'm homeless. Been dropped for a year. off type of flow. Okay, so I will get up. Obviously, we know that there's uh, homeless shelters. I would try to go in there, try to get a, a meal, and then walk out of the place, go to the park, um, sit in the bench for a little bit until I see people's, you know, people <laughs> starting to move around the day. Pick the hottest intersection and put like I'm homeless. 
Give me some money. Okay. Okay. I'll wash your car, right? Uh It's like I can wash cars. Uh Uh, I'll come to your house. (laughs) Take your car. (laughs) Go wash it. I don't know. I don't know, bro. What do you think? <laughs> bro, you, you, you just took you just took somebody's rhyme, dog. Oh my now that I think about it, it's, it ain't gonna work out. I think it was <laughs> Bro, your blood alcohol level is through the roof right now, man. I'm telling you, you just stole somebody's car. <laughs> You're going to jail. I'm talking about surviving as a homeless person, man. You're not surviving. You're not thriving, man. Right now, okay, you are just I, locked up. Oh, man, I got tears. That was so funny. You just, you just took somebody's ride, man. You washed their car. I will go find a bridge, find another homeless, and say, how do I do it? I don't Look, know, Carlos. Funny, I never, I never really designed about to be it. funny. This is just to say, hey, hypothetically speaking, if you were homeless, what would take place? And you, you, you would go to another homeless person and say, would you I don't be- think I would do good in that environment. How are you doing this? I, can't. I don't think I would do good in that environment. I'm sorry. I don't think so either, bro. I don't. Well, anyways, I don't let me survive. You actually have a plan. So we're curious to know what's your plan. So give me your plan. Give me your plan, bro. Ooh, man, that's great. All right, so I thought about this. Listen, I've always thought about this. Like, I always thought to myself, man, if I was homeless, what would I do? Would I be a go-getter? Like, because, you know, usually the homeless population, and this isn't funny, man. I've worked with the homeless population for years. You know, the homeless population usually has a medical condition, right? There's, There's something there that's psychological. There's something there that is... Uh, mostly, uh, you know, affecting the mind, which controls everything else. But I thought to myself, if I was in a good state, if I was in the right state of mind, right, which is kind of strange, considering all the are the research that's out there. But if I was in the right state of mind, and I became homeless, right, right off the bat, I lost everything, bro, house, cars, like, of course, I would have no family, right. So at this situation, I've thought to myself, you know, first of all, if it's cold, I've learned that I need to go to a laundromat. Check this out. Like mm-hmm. I have, I actually have a plan, bro. Like yeah. I would go of the ventilation, to, right? All exactly, the hot thing. Of the exhaust, right? Because of yeah, the exhaust yeah, for sure. that's coming out of their, their fans, the, the outside. I'd find a spot, man. First of all, I got to find out, you know, I got to figure out where I'm going to sleep. So if anything, I'm going to find a spot near a laundromat, right? Like right behind the laundromat where the exhaust is. You ever walk behind a laundromat where the exhaust is, Alex? Yeah, n- Bro. yeah nice, nice and warm. Nice and warm, man. Nice and warm. So first I do that, but and then I have to find an alternate because I'm sure I'm going to get, I'm sure someone's going to call the cops. I'm sure I'm going to get kicked out. So then I'd find a shelter, right? I would be watching yep. and calling shelter. a shelter every day, like try to figure out what shelter is open. Then what I would figure out is I got to plan my meals, right? I got to eat breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. and dinner. More than likely, the place that I'm staying, if it's a shelter, I'm going to get breakfast and dinner. Gonna feed you. I got to figure out lunch, right? I got to figure out lunch. So lunch, I'm going to find the nearest soup kitchen that's serving lunches. 
or a church or wherever and figure out within my vicinity, wherever I'm at, at least three to five miles, because I got to walk every day, right? Within three to five miles where I'm going to eat lunch and what I'm going to eat for lunch, right? I'm telling you, man, I've thought this through. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Then going, going I, in order, I need clothes, right? I need clothes. I got I to sleep in something. I got to put something on every day, but I can't be lugging it around. So I have to be very strategic as to what I'm going to wear on certain days. So I would volunteer. Check this out. I probably would volunteer at a thrift store. I'd volunteer at a thrift store and say, look, you ain't got to pay me. I'd mm-hmm. work as hard as I could just to get a couple outfits. Right. At least three to four outfits to put in a rolling suitcase that I can roll myself around town with. Check that out. Right. So I've got my I've Mm -hmm. got my food covered. I've got my housing covered. I've got my clothes on my back because the next thing I got to figure out is I got to find a place where I can work, man. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a place that will say to me, look, usually hotels. Right. They're struggling with those third shifts jobs you know, where, you know, they need somebody to just watch the front, uh, just be in the Mm -hmm. front lobby as people are checking in. And what they would do is that I would ask for an exchange, meaning that you don't even have to pay me, just provide a place that I can sleep at night, gets me out of the shelter. I can still use my locations, right? My destinations to eat my meals. However, now I'm sleeping by myself. I'm able to take a shower every day. And I slowly begin to collect clothes during the day, right? Because I'm able to wash now. I'm able to change every day. So I begin to take on a phase that that is almost a normal phase, right? And then last but not least, the last two is I'd, I'd probably figure out a way to get a bike. I'm probably not going to steal a bike. I'm probably going to find a way to acquire a bike through maybe a, a Goodwill, a thrift store, something along those lines where I can get something that I can just ride around town, so, right? So you don't want to see one just laying around in the park and just take no, it? No, 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 no. Because then I, I could jeopardize my freedom. Yeah, for right. You can right? go to jail for seeing yeah, the and bike. and I don't have I money you. to spray paint it you know like we did back in the day when you would take bikes yeah yeah we'd have to spray paint them so the kids in the neighborhood wouldn't figure out that that was theirs unless they scraped that uh spray paint off so then i'd get me a bike then last but not least i'd create a plan internally to find a way to get back on my feet and to get an apartment right figure out a job that will pay me even if it's minimum wage but also find an, an apartment that could keep up with my expenses and my income does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I love that you have this plan because I, I would just resort back to the like a taken. I developed an amazing set of skills and right. I would try to use those to my advantage. Like you said, like go hunting for a job and everything. Yeah, like Man, you, I love it. Just, I love it. You would just you would just hold a, 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 a sign that says help. No, no, no. Actually, actually, I just said it out there. Whoa. I was just it just, but, it just the sign says, whoa. I didn't think about it, but man, you laid out a plan, <laughs> amazing plan. I would almost copy exact same thing. You would, except uh, you would. I would, I would, hey, you got an amazing plan. Why wouldn't I do the same thing? You know what I'm saying? It makes perfect sense. So I would do the same thing. Yeah, but let, go ahead, finish your finish your last. No, that's thing it, man. That is my last. That yeah, is my no, no. So I would copy the exact same job. thing. Yeah. And then I would go to different places. Actually, I would, instead of trying to go get the thrift store job, I would try to go to remember. Like, I'm just exchanging my labor for clothes. Not, I understand not as that, a job. but I would, 
but I would try to go get a job like at a pizza hut or at a food restaurant and be like, dude, I'll take any shift or like a McDonald's, right? The third yeah. shift, just, uh, Hey, just hire me. I'm ready to go. Um, I'm work. They're probably going to give me a shirt, a mm -hmm. couple shirts. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just got to worry about my pants and just make sure I kind of keep them a little bit clean or they may end up giving me black pants. I don't know. They give me a hat. So I'll just try to keep it I clean. I need a hat. <laughs> yeah. You right. Try to keep it clean. And then what I will do is, is, um, well, I'm already working and paid a little bit of money. And plus I'm pretty sure I can steal a Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can get a Big Mac. So gotcha. now it's just you would steal a Big Mac, though. Well, I mean, I would just tell them, and I'm pretty sure working at those restaurants back in the days, I used to work at Pizza Hut, so I know they food is you just throw something in there and you just eat it, right? Nobody says nothing. Gotcha, so gotcha. I'm get, I'm I'm taking that into account that I'm I'm mm. gonna go in there, I'm gonna make me a Big Mac, eat it, and then before I leave, I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna take this burger and just take me a snack for the morning. Because my shift doesn't start till the third shift, right? Gotcha. So I gotta have something in the morning. So, so what would, would you take? take? What would you take? What would you take? A big Mac? I would Mac just take like breakfast? a like a Big Mac or maybe mm. take something else or or try to get something. Or if I get just enough to get me to my first paycheck. Then after I get yeah. my first paycheck, then I could buy me a breakfast and a breakfast thing. And then Move but in up the to daytime hotcakes and sausage, you mean. Yeah, but then the but then in the day, I was almost trying to do the same thing, try to go like a living exchange to try to go, go to a shelter, see if I can rent a place. Sometimes they'll, they'll work with you. And it's like, I'm trying to, but I'm not there. Can you just help out? And, and maybe I just need them to help me out for three months until I get really land another job or something. But, but great, great ideas, man. I would just copy you. You would just copy seems, me. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a great solid plan, but, but, but you, you know, gotta have a plan, right? You gotta have a plan. If, I if, love it. I love it. Talking that you to, do man. You gotta have a plan. About, and these are skills, right? These are skills. So talking about plans and skills leads us to our next topic, which nice. is networking. Nice. Look right? at that bridge. So Look at the, that bridge, ladies and gentlemen. That is a he is under the influence, but he made a creative bridge. I'm proud of you right now. Listen, I'm not under the influence. I only had like one glass. I don't know why you keep saying that. I only had like one or two glasses of wine. One but, or two. I can't I can't remember. But the network philosophy and how to, right? That, oh, that's our next topic. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, so networking is I think this is crucial, Carlos. And and you have a lot of experience when it comes to networking, um, just from the nature of what you do. And also from the nature that I do is connecting with people and the importance of outreaching and having, having your, um, your portfolio where people can find you. Right. 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 So, so Forbes put out a recent article that talks about the eight creative ways or the eight right ways, uh, which are basically tips that you should use when you network, right? And the first one is, which is kind of interesting that they start off with this one. I found it kind of in incredibly interesting is, and this comes from, uh, from uh, I believe it is coming from a book called The Millennial Game Plan. But the first tip they say is, forget your personal agenda, which is interesting because when you network, you've got an agenda, right? You've got a goal, wait, you've got wait, an objective. Wait, wait, I thought that... I got. The, I thought the first one was starting networking before you even before you even need it. Yeah, yeah, but that's. But I mean, if you okay, think well, about it, yeah, yeah. Hold yes, on, let's just is, go. Okay, is. so so technically, start working before you need it. Have a uh -huh. plan. Have a plan. Right, and then it leads us right into yours. So now it leads us into forget your personal so agenda. Exactly. So 
the reason I didn't jump into the first two is because they're not really tangible, right? Like there's not really, okay, start networking before you really need it. Okay, duh, right? Have a plan. Well, duh. Like those, yeah, those that's things what we're make working sense, on, yeah. right? We're, we're doing that. So the reason I, I wanted to view this as the first one is it's very interesting that they say, forget your personal agenda. Again, I go back to what I just said of, listen, when you network, you've got an agenda, right? Your outcome, you know what your outcome needs to be and you know what your goal and objectives need to take place, how they need to do it, you know, what you need to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So forget your personal agenda. They say what you need to do is just be open, be friendly, be, open. be honest, yep. be your own self, right? Uh, the generosity is, is an attractive quality, meaning be generous into who you are and people will remember you by just being you. Don't say, hi, my name is Carlos and I'm looking for uh, someone that could help me do my marketing, right? Uh, okay, that's your agenda right off the bat. How about they just get to know who you are because maybe at the end of the day, they may want to know that. That may be more important for somebody around the circle, right? For somebody in that networking opportunity to say, do I really want to work with this guy? I want to know who he is, first of all, right? So tell us yeah, what do you do? Sure. Like, what are some of the things you do on the weekend? What brought you here, et cetera, et cetera. So, so I thought that was interesting that they put but, this as one of the eight tips. Don't you think, Alex? No, no, no. That's very important. And leading up to our next one, which would be uh, never dismiss anyone as unimportant. Right. And you know what, dude? This is, this is a very important one because how many times have you been and you're talking about something on a job or you're on a project and you're walking and then suddenly someone comes in and you start talking to him and he's like, and you actually, because you've been raised to be respectful, you carry the conversation and you'd be like, oh, this, this and that and everything. And then later on that person leaves and then someone approaches you and be like, do you know who you were talking to? That's the CEO of the company, or that's the president of this, right, or right, this, or right. this guy is the this, or oh, oh, this guy is the uh, son's owner of this, and you're like, dang, you just Luckily, missed out an opportunity because you dismissed. No, if you no, did. no, no, if you if you did that, or if you were respectful when you carry yourself and you got that, it was like maybe it gives you the chance to later connect. It's like, oh yeah, I remember them, and it leaves a good impression. On that person, That's I was right. like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was talking to Alex. Oh, yeah, I remember when I was talking to Carlos because later on you may need them. But if you dismiss them as unimportant, it could have different consequences of your growth, right? Oh, absolutely. Negative impact all day long. So but that that specific piece kind of leads into the other one of connecting the dots. So you mm -hmm. don't want to dismiss anyone who, you know, you think is unimportant or you just dismiss them because of what they said, what they were wearing, what they looked like, how they came across. But one of the other parts that they talk about in these eight tips is that you be the one that also connects the dots, right? Mm -hmm. Be the one that says, oh, wait a minute, you're looking for this type of individual. I just had a conversation with Dan back there and I want to connect you. I think you and Dan should talk because you guys sound like you could really help. And what you have done at that point is you facilitated a relationship, right? You have brought individuals together. Then they're thinking, man, this guy's even bringing people together. And before you know it, what you're doing is you're making connections yourself but you're also connecting other people and that's how you build or what you have just done is build, built your personal network. Yeah, correct. And which also leads us to our, uh, the, the following, which is figure out how you can be useful, right? How many times is someone is having a, uh, if you want to 
grow your network, right? Someone is having an issue. And if you have the expertise or you have the capabilities to help this person is jump in. Don't expect, don't wait till someone reaches out and says like, Hey, how can you, it's like, Hey, I see that you're having this problem. Let me help you do this. Or I know this person going back to connecting the dots. I know this person that does this, that can help you do this. And right. And it's like, so how, or just coming out and be like, how can I help? It's like just being helpful is be like, Hey, you know what? Alex is super helpful. And also it's not that someone takes advantage of you because you come from the right place. You gotta, you gotta forget. It's like, well, if I'm being helpful, they're just going to take advantage of me. Get that out of your system. Just be you. Be, be open, help out when you can, and learn to say no also, right? Which is not part of this, but learn to say no or maybe- Or if, don't if overcommit you, and then underdeliver. Yeah. Correct. And also never, never, and this is, I don't know if this is it in one of our uh, line here, but also don't ever think that you know the answers. You always say like, let me get back to you. Let me do some research. Uh, and that's how you could be more helpful instead of just thinking that, you know, you know, the answer without actually doing the research. That's right. That's right. Well, the last one, well, the one before the last says, uh, follow up and follow through. You know, so many times we say to people, and we just kind of talked about this, you know, you overcommit and say, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll call you or I'll do this on Thursday or I'll do this on Wednesday. And what happens is you just completely failed on the follow-up and the follow-through because you overcommitted and now mm-hmm. you've underdelivered, right? What you want to do is undercommit and overdeliver, right? Because exactly. then as as you are networking in those moments when you have follow-up and follow-through, people are going to remember that, right? Oh man, he didn't mm-hmm. possibly do that. Or some people may forget because, you know, the networking was on Thursday and here you are on Monday saying, hey, I just wanted to follow up from our, uh, you know, our Wednesday conversation or Thursday conversation. And I just wanted to just let you know, here's what I found. And I wanted to get back to you. And before you know it, you've established some commonality, right? You've delivered on your promise and you have laid out some common ground. And before you know it, man, again, I go back to you have just built your own network or you have just added to your network by following up and following through Alex. No, dude. And, and that leads us to the final thing here to conclude with that is believe in the power of networking. Networking is very important for any particular job, especially if you're trying to grow in your particular field or networking to get another position or networking for whatever reason is Net, the power of networking can actually help you. And we talked about it, right? Because I have I have a big network connection, but I also am not on, on LinkedIn, right? And, and, right? and that's something that I've been procrastinating and I need to jump on because it's the power of networking that can lead you to potentially another opportunity down the road at a further scale than what you're at now. So if I would encourage everybody is like, I need to jump on that. I think our listeners need to jump on that and just expand their networking. And and when you, I listen, I I want to re, I, I want to piggyback on what Alex Satan said and, and say to you, those that are listening, you cannot forget the power of networking because I believe that in those networking opportunities, in those networking moments, it really does lead to success. Right? It leads mm-hmm. to a potential closing of a deal, a, a pros, a, a proposed deal. You just never know what could come out of 
networking opportunities, which again, in, in a way, if we could bridge this, this kind of also leads into the seven rules of success. Alex, I believe Correct. Uh, you're talking about success. Our, what, yeah, for sure. Week. We're on our third week on it. Yeah, we're on our third word, uh, third week. Uh, I was going to butcher my words there, but uh, third week and is uh, choose possibilities, not problems. You got a story with that, Alex? About what? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a story, but let's just go about Just go with the philosophy first, Carlos here, and then we'll go with the story. Uh, man, I really wish somebody would just take your alcohol level right now because it's this is this dude. Is, what are you talking about? It's, oh, I'm, man, on my, totally I'm on my second glass I'm of wine. My, I'm on my second glass, and I'm moving to a third. Now listen, hey. So the third, the third piece of the seven rules of success is, as Alex has said, choose possibilities, not problems. And what it's encouraging to do is look. Don't don't focus on the negative, right? Don't focus on a negative, focus on the positive with personal power that you possess. There's a deep belief that there are available solutions for what you've got going on, right? If you approach challenges with a solution focused, a solution based perspective, it's going to engage that creative process that you've got, right? That creative juice of examining, uh, uh, laying something out, designing it and executing, because what you've done is you've gotten yourself out of some, <laughs> Alex, you all right, man? Yeah, dude. Bro, this is, I'm listening. this is a really different, this is a really different you tonight, man. No, and, listen, uh... listen, man. no, I, 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 I don't know why you even pull it out. I just went like this to to do something to my computer I because I noticed. Together, but listen, no, 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 no. Just to piggyback off this, it's it's very important because I have a running joke with my wife, and basically I told you, you have problems, I have solutions. So yeah, it, it leads into that's this good, perfectly. You thing. are you are a problem solver, my friend. So so it leads up to this. It's like, hey, you got a problem, I got a solution. But also, if you can't find a solution, you gotta be open to the thought of others having that solution oh man right? you gotta you it, gotta look for help absolutely correct ask for suggestions when i don't know something dude what i say i always tell this in and even at work today is like i never commit to anything like as mm -hmm. far as like or like if i don't know if i know my answers and i got everything locked down i commit but mm -hmm. if i don't let me get back to you and let me find out right because yeah. i don't want to lead mislead anybody but I also want to make sure I bring the right information. So I lean on others to help me out so I can give the right um, answers to whatever question it is. And that's what I love about this and what they're projecting, because if you don't have the solution, ask for help. That's right. But if people have problems and you're the solution, offer the solution. Absolutely. And, and I believe in, and this is something that, that, the, that the article also says, Alex, that solution-focused uh, minds, they reward and they inspire each other. Uh, when, when solutions are the focus, you learn to fail. And not only do you learn to fail, but you learn to adapt, and it moves you away uh, from the fixing and failing approach, right? It, 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 you go back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you, your mind is stuck, right? It is stuck on solution based on the cup being half full, that negativity, that, that, that I don't know moment disappears because what you're doing is honestly, you are trying to find a way to get out of this problem. 
So, you know, kind of just kind of like what we just talked about, if you were homeless, right? Uh, what, what would that look like? What, what would you do? How, how would you make, you know, uh, lemonade look, from the lemons that you just got, right? And if you made the wrong lemonade, don't dwell on making the wrong lemonade. Just learn from that process and then next time try again, right? It's a solution. It's a solution. If you mess up on the solution, pick up your feet and try it again. And you'll end up getting eventually getting to the right answer. So don't be uh, don't be afraid of failure. Exactly, exactly. And and that's I think that's why we run away from uh, from success or we. I don't, don't know why you're looking clearly. so funny. Like like I'm gonna go in the wrong direction there. Man, like, I, I have no like, idea where you're going. Dude, today. I, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm pivoting fine. and pushing things through, bro. It's like I'm I'm working and moving and moving. I'm doing these moves. Yeah, man, you you go right ahead and you move you on, you do right? your funny face, but I'm just spitting facts here, bro. <laughs> Listen, so, so Carlos, oh, talking about go. facts. Go ahead. Yeah, talking speaking about of facts. facts. Yeah, speaking of facts. Don't you like to smell good? Man, I love smelling. Do good. you love? Do you love to to just get go get to your woman and just smell her and just be like, mm, you smell good, girl. Well, sometimes it's not even your woman, right? Sometimes you could just be walking and all of a sudden a smell hits you, right? And you're like, whoa, what was that? And you don't want to go to that individual or that female, right? Or even a guy for that and say, hey, uh, uh, what what are you wearing, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's it's more inviting for a guy to say, hey, man, what, what are you wearing there? Uh, yeah, I think it's different, right? You find that that man moment, right? That that bro, hey, bro, what are you wearing, man? That that. That's that's good, man. That smells good. What is that? Right? Mm-hmm. Versus a lady. That's right. How are you doing, ma'am? Uh I I just was curious. I was uh walking alongside you and I happened to to catch a whiff of your perfume. That's just awkward, right? You you just kind of it, it's a little awkward. So what we have done <laughs> folks, is we have uh actually nailed down uh each of us have put together a list of our top 3 uh men's choice cologne. And our choice for ladies' perfume. Uh, is well, that- that's your choice. That's your choices that you got there. But I got my own choices here, Carlos. Yeah. But for women, for women, you know, I, I love and I and I bought a little show and tell. I got mm. little little. Uh, you got the cocoa Chanel, Coco Chanel, right? My, I love when my woman has she this on. Coco. Uh huh. Coco, Miss Dior, right here, right? I oh, don't know if the yeah, camera yeah. catches it. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, ro- uh, rose and roses. Mm. Smells delicious. Mm, yes. Right. Smells like um, I don't have it. Doesn't it smell I don't like have pie it. To you? Dude, I just I just I, I like it. I like nice. Uh, uh, it smells the, it good. smells good. That's good. Alex. It smells That's good. good. I like I like Rihanna's the the rebel one. Uh, I think she's out, but it's also got a nice smooth smell to it. For men, Not too tangy. I'm gonna I'm gonna show the the blue yep. Chanel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One of my favorites. You can tell I need a refill. I don't know if this shows it, but definitely I need that. I like the Gucci guilt. Oh, you guilty? like the guilt? Yeah, you like the guilt? Yeah, the guilty pleasure. The, the yeah, guilty, yeah, yeah. the guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. I like. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, here's a Versace. Versace. Ah, okay, okay, okay. This, okay. The, the blue bottle. This one is you got the, the Versace blue, blue there. I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then right here, Dior. Oh, you're Sauvage. 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 Nice. Like and a commercial. They gave me this little I'm sample, Dior. which I, I, I kind of I like it. It's very, very what subtle. Is the the Hermes? Der Hermes. What? Let me see that. Oh, Hermes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I was just saying in Spanish version, but yes, you got it, Carlos. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. It's, it's very, it su- it's very, <laughs> very subtle. Smells, it smells where'd you good. get that? This where'd is... you get that sample, man? That's um, a big so sample I, right there. I know, uh, I know a personal like teller that works for Canali and all those other ones. He's like, oh, you know, I got some. Why don't you? Uh, he gave me a shot just to try get, it out. Give me a shot of that. I have not smelled that, by the way. There are maze there. Well, here. Yeah, that's not gonna work out. <laughs> no, no, but I don't have a spare bottle. This is just they gave it to me as a hookup. I don't know if I can get you one. Listen, but, that's a, that's uh, a big hookup right there, man. That's a plug right there. That does not look like yeah. a sample. That looks like an actual bottle you purchased. Well, man. No, but it, but it's it's good. It's so go ahead, give me yours. Send the plug, man. Well, for ladies, man, I uh, I listen. I, I like the smell, but I gave it to my mom a couple of years ago, and I've and I've continued to keep giving it to her. Is uh, Jador by Dior. Uh, it's got a fancy looking bottle, right? I gave it to my so good, Carlos. So weird, right? Hey, mom, got you some perfume. Uh, no, no, no. But seriously, I gave her a Jador by Dior. I really yeah. like the smell of of uh, the one you just showed me, the Coco Chanel. And uh, this is an oldie, but a goodie. But I've always liked the smell of the Clinique Happy Man. You ever smelled that? No, They've sir. They got a whole Happy line, and the ladies' perfume is just it's it's just perfect, man. Uh, that would be me. Uh, now for the gentleman, I, I have a little bit of. Uh, I'm not. I'm not on on uh, on on the Gucci or. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. I haven't tried the Hermes. I haven't. Well, this one. It. This one is very subtle, dude. Is it's like. Uh, I wish you guys can get it through the camera, but it's very subtle. Some of our listeners may have it, man. It's it's it, it's it's um it speaks. Like I smell like I'm a professional. It smells like you're a salesman, someone that you want to mm. attract the ladies. Get this one. This one is very oh, good. Salesman. But like I said, my favorite Nothing one says salesman like guilt. <laughs> salesman like, like guilty. Yeah, like guilty Gucci. And stop making fun of me. But um, I'm, I promise you guys, I, um, I drink with moderation. I hardly ever drink. So this is like. This is why I think it's drink. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, no, but it's, it's my second little. But the blue, Carlos, absolutely favorite. I love this yeah. one. Oh, you like the Chanel blue? Yeah, it's one of my favorite. Along with these, the Sauvage is my least favorite one. It's too strong for my. It's it's too strong for my taste. My wife likes it, so you know what? At night, if I'm gonna go to sleep and then try to get some, you know, you just put it in here, right? Oh, why don't you just spray it on her pillow, bro? Just spray it on her pillow. Just spray it on his pillow and pretend it's me. She's uh, not gonna for, like that I said that, but it's okay, guys. Let's keep you, going. I don't. I can't remember, but uh, now for the guys, one of the things that I, I I used to always go to is I think you had it at one point, Alex. Uh, was the Armani Geo? Do you remember that one? Ooh, Armani. Yeah, Armani's. Yeah, good the Armani. Too. That was a smooth. It's listen. That has has not gone away. The Armani Geo has probably been around for at least 15, 17 years, man. To be quite honest with you, I don't think that thing has ever disappeared off of the Armani line. Carlos, what do you think about? My brother once uh, told me this just just recently, dude. Yeah. That if a woman buys you a cologne, that's because she smelled it on another man. Now you could take that as like, was it her ex? Was it another man in her life? Yeah. Or maybe just like you said, she passed by some some man that smelled really good. She's like, she's like, ooh, that smells good. What do you have on there? And then she's like, oh, I'm going to buy it from a man because she wanted to have that smell on yeah, you. and fragrance. Like, Correct. So so I don't know. It's a toss up. I, I don't think I would mind. I don't know if you would mind. I don't think I would mind. I, uh, listen, my 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 insecurities 
uh, or the level of my insecurities are nowhere near that low. Uh, okay, pretty, okay. I'm, so a pretty I'm, saying, com- I'm a pretty confident dude. Uh, a little I know cocky what, dude. I know, right? <laughs> I'm a little, I, I know what I got. I know what I have. Uh, I know who I am. And I don't know that if I would take it that way, I would actually take it. I as, was going to say something well, inappropriate, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm gonna glad you on. did because you probably got a high uh, blood alcohol level. So, uh, so geo by Armani is, uh, one of my first ones. The second one is, I don't know if you ever, uh, smelled Brooks brothers, man, uh, Brooks brothers, mm-hmm. the red label. The red label, Brooks red label. It sounds important. Clean, man. It's very important. Very clean. Nice important. little meeting uh, type of spray. It doesn't go away. It just it lingers. And I think that's that's where I struggle with certain colognes, right? You you buy expensive colognes and you spray, and you're like, man, where did it go, right? Where is this smell? Uh, versus others that are not so expensive that really tend to linger. You know, you didn't get that jupe. Uh, what's a, that what's, Michael what's Jordan juke, man? Nah, uh, nah, the, the Michael sauce. <laughs> but last but not least is the uh, Emergilio Zegna. Uh, that is, to me, I have used. Say it Emergilio. again. Say it again. That sounds so like Emergilio Zegna. Emergilio wow, sounds Zegna. exotic. It is exotic, man. It's as exotic as I am. Uh, the it Emer- sounds expensive. How much is that? Emergilio Zegna is just a fantastic dude you even sound culture when you say it oh it's love it love it i love it dude uh it is it's something listen i'll tell you this man i've probably used imagilios probably i'd say at least going on 10 years man uh they they have upgraded some bottles uh but my favorite is the one with the ridges i believe it's called the emergilo emergilo zegna the ridges right the ridges. I'm gonna yeah, Google man, it really it's quick. I mean, it's fantastic, is... fantastic. Yeah. Oh, uh, it is a little. Well, it depends on which one you pricey. get. There, there is bottles that are pricey, and there's just bottles that are affordable. So I guess it just really depends on the smell that you're trying to go for. Exactly. I think every guy is in is sep- is I don't know. The bergamot. Like, listen, the bergamot like, is good. I like subtle, subtle um, bergamot smells. Bergamot. I like. It's a dude that sounded so bad. Um, Bro, I'm uh, serious. That's what it's called. The Zegna Emergilio Zegna Bergamon. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so bad in the Spanish word. But anyways, I'm not even gonna go there. Um I, you know, it's 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 it depends on the smell, right? You some guys like strong smells, some guys like subtle. I like subtle smells, so to each his own. But Carlos. I'm very interested in this next topic because I have not been able to do any research yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that you can lead the charge on this one. Yeah, and is uh, so, so Biden, um, or actually I don't even know if it's Biden, but the capital gains, uh, 39.6 versus 20 base. Um, I've been hearing a lot of rumbles out there in, in, you know, in the market, cryptocurrency has been going up. It has been going down. Oh, man, they've it's taken it's a, a roller coaster. So just hold on to your seat because we're gonna it's gonna be a bumpy ride. It's it's gonna be a horrible, it's not gonna be a bumpy ride. It's it's a horrible ride right now, man, when it comes to the uh crypto market and cryptocurrency. I was just uh reading a uh, I believe it was a Monty Fool, uh I believe well, it was a Monty Fool article. <clears throat> 
uh, talking yeah. about cryptocurrency because you know, and, and I don't know if, if you're, I know you're aware of this, Alex, but you know, right now, Bitcoin is trading at 49.5. Did you know their highest was 64.8? And yes. today it took an incredible hit because the Biden administration is proposing that there should be a capital gains tax rate of 39.6, right? There is a How are they going to regulate of, that, bro? Like how, uh, They're going like, to, listen, I think, I think we're not far from it, man. And, and what he's trying to do, check this out. What he's trying to do is tax the rich, right? Tax the wealthy. Right now, there's a 20% baseline on equities, anything securities, uh, anything on fixed income, anything on on just stocks in general, it is a 20% baseline capital gains tax, right? When you buy a stock and you sell a stock, 20% of it, you know right off the bat, you're going to lose in capital gains. So what Biden is, the Biden administration is proposing that we take that 20%, raise it by 39.6, right? And what he intends to do is addressing inequality, right? And putting money more money, right? And again, putting more money in those that are on lower income. And, you know, the rich is really saying, go ahead, do it. The wealthy is saying, you go right ahead. But this hurts an investor who is just starting off, right? An investor who isn't a millionaire, it, right? Yeah, this, if they kept why it, am I going they kept to invest? it at a higher like cap, right? Like, say if you're, if you're making your portfolios and your portfolio is like, underneath half a mil, um, maybe you shouldn't be taxed so heavy and you should be taxed at the 20 base. Um, and I have, and I'm, look, I'm not up to speed on it, but I think you, if you limit it at 500,000 and below making 20, 20 a base of capital gains and everybody else higher, well, yeah, it's going to hurt a couple people or maybe you increase it by 10% or something. And then the next tier up after a million, then you can do the 39 point whatever because you're sitting at a better spot. But I think that will hurt the initial investor, the people that we're actually preaching to that jump into the stock market, start investing. I think it'll hurt those people and it hurt us, right? Because we're we're probably not at the type of level of those portfolios of a million over. So, you know, I, I, dude, I, I don't think that's a good idea for the average Joe. They're trying to hurt the average Joe instead of instead of trying to protect us, right? You know, I I I'll say this to you, Alex. You know, so if you if you make Okay, so check this out. And this, I'll give you an example. If you earn more than a million dollars on your investments, okay? So right off the bat, the new proposal says that there's going to be a new marginal of 39.6. That's going to be the direct margin on any investor, 39.6. But if you average more than a million dollars in your investments, your 39.6 goes to 43.4, Okay. So what that does is some of that money, 3.8% of that tax is going to be funded right back into the Affordable Health Care Act, the Obamacare, and it's going to keep it in place. So these additional hikes on these tax rates are actually going to benefit those that really need it versus 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, I don't know. 
So here's here's my recommendation, right? So some of you are saying, okay, Carlos, so so fine. Uh, if this goes through, right? If this goes, if this becomes law and this capital gains tax goes, you know, for me, for you and I, uh, I'm not hitting millions uh, yet. So what that means is that I've got to pay now outside of my baseline, 39.6 on all my capital gains, anything that I've made. Let me just put that in, in, in English, right? If I've made any money, any profit in investments, in securities, in equities, okay? That goes from 20% to 39.6, right? I'm going to go in even so, lamer's terms. So every $100 you make, you're giving 40 to the government. Right off the bat. Let's just be Think honest. about that. Think about that. For every $100 that you make, you're going to get 40 to the government. That's way too much money. And this is why the crypto the crypto market is is really struggling right now because once this came out, people are like, "Man, I'm dumping this." I'm dumping crypto because I'm going to make all this money, but guess what's going to happen to all this money I'm making? I've just lost an additional 20% on it. Yeah, correct. So heavy investors are saying, I'm dumping it. It's not worth it. Let me put it somewhere else. So what is my encouragement to those of you that are listening? Okay, Carlos, what do I do with this now? This is where I, 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 I have a strategy, okay? And I don't know if you want to take on this strategy, Alex. I don't know if our listeners want to take on this strategy. But if it's my, good, I'll copy it just like the other one. Just like the homeless piece. Uh, exactly. My strategy behind this is understanding finance. Look, I need you, anybody that's listening, if you're going to invest in stocks, you got to know your finances. You got to know your numbers. You got to know the way finance works. So if you understand that and you know where you're moving, this is where I would say to you, it's time that you rebalance your portfolio, okay? This is where you're going to take these fixed income bonds. So many of us out there are focused on taking maybe perhaps, maybe our portfolio is uh, 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30. And we have this conservative mix in our portfolio that we're so heavy, at least 30%, some of us are so focused on fixed income, right? We're talking bonds here, okay? If you're investing in bonds, especially government bonds, right now, those because of the interest rates that we've got right now, you're not getting any money back, right? And what you are getting back on, it's very small, number one. And number two, you're going to lose an additional 20% on those gains. So what I would encourage you to do is, I, as I just have said, that you need to rebalance your portfolio, that if you have a 50-50 or a 60-40, I think you need to chip off an additional 10. I think you need to go 70-30 or 80-20, right? 80% in equity, 20% in fixed income, right? Diversification is important, but you got to have the right balance, right? You want to be conservative, but right now interest rates and where we're trying to bounce back as a country financially, it is not a good idea for us to be so heavy in our portfolio when it comes to fixed income, right? You want to focus on the equities. You want to focus on stocks and you want to find what kind of dividends are getting paid out, right? You want to know where you can actually take and leverage your portfolio the heaviest 
and maximize your profitability, then you can say, well, I had to take an additional 20%. But out of that 20%, you rebalance your portfolio to gain at least some of that back. And, Does that and make this sense, is, Alex? Yeah, no, dude. And, so, you know, and this is one of the things that we don't tend to touch on politics that much because because uh, we lose listeners. Our, let's, let's just be real. Our, <laughs> yeah, our listeners don't really like it. And, you know, we appreciate definitely if you stick around this long and, and know that we do appreciate you listening. It's like this is one of the things that kind of hurts a Trump versus Joe Biden. Right. Because Trump is more pro business is pro more for your for your wallet. The Republicans tend to be that where. You know, we all know Democrats tend to be more social, more it, take your money out of your pocket to give to everybody else. But and then it comes the humanity issue, right? One is more humane towards everyone. The other one is a little bit more hard. So this is the dilemma that we have with the left and the right. And, and unfortunately, because of Joe Biden, it's going to affect the business sector and the capital gains because their philosophy is to take money from the rich and give it to the poor, where you know, in a way we should, but there should be a limit in how we do that. And it should be more talks, you know, um, when you're trying to stop the small or mid investor from actually pursuing and get financially free or from the rat race, right. Um, they're going in circles and just paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I don't think it does us any favors. I'm not, I'm, I don't know how I feel about this. I need to do more research on it. But I could tell you right now, Carlos, uh, uh, this is this is um, this is why the I market like has it. been incredibly volatile today and not just today. Yeah. These these have been conversations that have been rumors and now the rumors have turned into some kind of substance. And now this proposal could get passed. It could get passed. There's some things happening on Capitol Hill right now that, you know, we talk about that. I don't know if you know this, but, you know, D.C. could become the first uh, the 51st state which means that if DC becomes the 51st state here in the next couple of days, if that does happen, that means they get two additional chairs uh, in the Senate, the Democrats do, which means they're, they're, they run the house. Let's just be honest. So, oh, you know, man. all of this whole reinvestment act, this whole American jobs plan, look, there's good and bad in any administration, right? Uh, we could have had, you know, previous administration was all business focused on money. Let's bring back the U.S. Let's build our economy. But at what cost? What kind of ethics are we going to put it down? Right. Uh, how are we going to treat people? Uh, what are we going to do about uh, social issues? Right now, you've got someone who wants to take on social issues. But at what cost? Right. Some people they are so excited getting always... stimulus checks, but it's going to hurt us in certain ways. Yeah, because sometimes they try to do so radical changes instead of doing mild changes and see how it goes and see how that works. Sometimes instead of taking a slice, you they want to take the whole pie. And that's what I think is, is wrong. But I want to put a pin in this conversation. We'll 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 touch back on it as it progresses and more it develops even further. I want to talk about Carlos, a previous shows about three weeks ago. Uh, I don't even remember what show we talked about Formula One. Yeah, man. And I told you about I told you about the show to watch the show. I don't know if any of our listeners took up on that offering because I didn't get no no message or anything in the <laughs> comments says that Formula One was trash. Uh, I, I think if they actually watched it and I know that you went back and watch it and I would love to take your tape because obviously we're in the in the heat of the battle. We, we had our second race oh, and we uh, we're going leading up to the third one. And it, it's been an intense start so far. 
You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm a fan. I've always loved Formula One, but I did not know the drama behind Formula One until I saw the Netflix series. Right. Not the documentary. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a documentary, too. Uh, but yeah. the this this docu series. How about that? This docu series, mm-hmm. yeah. this reality show. Of well, we'll call it entertaining because they spin stuff to their ways, but it makes it super more interesting. Oh, right? yeah. So much better. But I have I, I I mean, we've always known Mercedes takes the takes the win in a majority of uh, for a majority of reasons. But Hamilton, man, Hamilton has uh, I mean, he if I'm not mistaken, Verstappen uh, got first place on the first race and now Hamilton has taking the victory on the second race, which means I don't know if you can hold that man down, Alex. Um, yeah, no, dude. Um, you know, it's very interesting because both are super strong. And I think you, I think you got your, I think you got it the up the other way around. Uh, Matt, um, Lewis Hamilton's got the win in the first one. And Verstappen got the win on the second one. On the second one, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but they're going, you know, head they're to going toe. Neck to neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck and to and, and yeah. it seems like Red Bull had the advantage. Their car wasn't as fast in this particular uh, second race. And, uh, you know, Sergio had a, uh, the second driver for Red Bull had a bad race. He, he basically had, had a 10-second penalty because he did a maneuver he shouldn't. Then his race, he was leading in fourth. He did a mistake and went off, caused him to lose out on the points. Um, Bottas, which is our second driver for Mercedes, yeah, for Mercedes yeah. um, he had a terrible race as well. He ended up crashing with with Russell, knocked him out of the race. So now it only left the two Red Bulls. I mean, sorry, the Red Bull and the Mercedes car fighting for first and second position. Uh, Lewis had a crash as well. He came back to take second position. It was interesting. All I, I all I can say is when you start investing in those people's lives and the drama behind, it really gets interesting, and you learn to appreciate the sport. You know what it takes. And dude, I love it. I'm 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 a big fan for years, 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 and I'm glad that you finally seen the different side of it. And oh, I encourage any dude so and listeners good. out there, if you haven't watched it. Please go watch season three. Just watch it. Watch all the seasons and get in. If anything, if you don't like it, you will definitely love the show. Definitely. I, I listen. I, I if I'll at first when I saw this come out on on Netflix, I thought to myself, ah, no, nah, I don't think this is gonna work out. But when you said give it a shot, I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And the first, the first two, yeah, the first two episodes are kind of slow. They're building the, you know, they're 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 mm-hmm. laying the, the the lay of the land. Uh, they're introducing you to the managers, the drivers, uh, the culture. They're trying to slowly expose you to this culture. Now, I knew there was some kind of, you know. I guess we can call it friction between teammates, but I had no idea the deep level of friction that teammates have uh, on a race, man. I mean, you've got, instead of working as a team to get to the top, you got to beat the heck out of your teammate, right? In every way that you can. And I'm not just talking about on the track, right? Yeah. You got to get in their head. 
That's yes. right. You got to get in their head outside. You know, when the cameras aren't rolling, you got to get in their head. And, you know, I'm not even talking to him. He's not even talking to me. Like, I don't know those things. All I see is when I get on the race, it's uh, it's Saturday or it's Sunday. Uh, I'm watching, you know, the rounds go by and I'm thinking, oh, this is that was a decent race. That was cool. Oh, man, someone crashed. Oh, man, Sergio could have had that. Oh, man, Hamilton always at the top. That's one thing. But now I know I know Max. I know Max is struggling with uh, uh, with Sergio right now. I know those two used to be close, but I know there is a division now, right? So I know the drama that takes place because of well, this series, but it's it's a fantastic show, man. I'd encourage well, it's, it's, everyone it's to the, jump in on it. It's interesting right now because, you know, nobody had been able to beat Max on the qualifying since 2018 with Ricardo that now races for McLaren yeah. was on his team. He was the only one that was able to take a qualifying. No one has been able to do that for two years. And Sergio was able to take that and there could be little, but he did it the right way, not by track position, not by stuff. He did it the right way. Cause he was now in the back like, well, all the time. Well, no, but yeah. And now Sergio has the ability to, to uh, show people. Prove and himself. they saw that, that they prove himself that man, he's quick. Once he learns this Red Bull car and it comes underneath and it becomes kind of natural like it does to Max, um, you know, he's going to push Max. I think people say, no, I don't think I think he will. And I think it'll show in, in we'll see how the season develops. And look, I could talk for hours about Formula One because I really follow it. I Every single day I check the news and everything. But I just wanted to talk briefly about it because i know you watched it and you actually become a, a a bigger fan of the sport and that's all i wanted to bring out of that yeah man no i i'm glad you encouraged me to watch it uh, i probably wouldn't have done it on my own only because i was like oh man that's cheesy uh, i think this is going to be uh more camera more hollywood than than the reality of what took place now i'm like man when season four coming out I need season four, right? Like that's it gives you a different perspective of the race, you know? Oh, it does. It, it, it does. Because they focus more on the drama when everything's happened. Like, think about it like this. When Sergio crashed, like, yeah, um, the, the manager of Red Bull came out. And it's like, look, Sergio, he had a bad race. He's going to come back even stronger, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but internally, because they're all competitors and they're all trying to be, when he, when he crashed, you know, good and well, he's like, ah, oh, F this, like, oh, my gosh, internally. Or he might have said it even out loud because why? <laughs> they're be, Because they're trying to beat Mercedes and with one Mercedes out and they would have finished in the fourth or third position and one car in first, then Mercedes in second, and then he would have finished third or fourth. That would have given him points to be able to leapfrog them in the constructors for the – for um, constructors, what I mean as a team – there's two competitions happening at the end of the race. There's the world champ of the constructors, which means a, the club of the car. Right, so right. that could be Ferrari, Mercedes, you, you name them. Yeah. And then there's a championship of the drivers that right. as a collective, they win and they become the world champ by the right. points that they develop through the races. So there's it's a big internal. And by the way, guys, I'm just going to say this. Between first, second, and third, and fourth, and fifth, and all the – there's major – money differences oh, who gets the man. bigger pot so That's it's right. a critical if you land one from it could be a 30 million to 40 million difference one position to the next so it matters because formula one has spent millions of dollars where they're trying to cap it and 
like I said, I could talk forever about it, but Carlos, why don't you finish up and wrap us the show? Yeah, man. Uh, this, this quote, uh, as you guys always know, we always like to end the quote, end the show, I mean, uh, with a quote. And, and I think this, this uh, you know, talking about success, uh, even talking about, uh, hypothetically speaking, if you were homeless, uh, but reviewing, you know, the, the networking philosophy, uh, getting yourself through, understanding these uh, capital tax rates, uh, and, and just really wanting to better yourself. You know, that's the whole point of our show, guys is that you, we hope that as you listen and you walk away, this is an opportunity for you that you're bettering yourself, right? I believe today, uh, before we hit record, uh, Alex was talking to a, to a viewer, to a listener who said, you know, now that they had this conversation specifically about stocks, you were blown away that this person could actually now carry a conversation about stocks as they're having a conversation with you because they're listening to the show, they're doing their research, and they, now they can actually defend themselves or figure out how this works, right? So yeah, for uh, sure. you know, at the end of the day, we really want you guys to see this show as an opportunity for growth. So all that to say uh, that I found this quote, Alex, and uh, this is by hashtag motivation. Uh, and it says, little by little, day by day, what is meant for you will find its way. I'll say it again. Little by little, day by day, what is meant for you will find its way. Well, As bring always, it my way. <laughs> oh, man, over here. Bring it, bring it. But my name is Carl. No, no. No, but before Carlos and before Alex, we want to say, uh, you know, thank it's you guys for listening. Now, th thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. We want to thank all our listeners for sticking with us to the end. If you made it this far, don't be shy. Go ahead. Give us a like. Share it with, your, with someone that you know that can benefit from the show. And I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. And with that, I'm Alex. That's I'm Carlos. Carlos over there. And then thank you for tuning in. Peace out, guys. He's out. <laughs>